with Channel 10. <laughs> we used to be like CNN, Channel 10. And we used to think the people would catch on. No, but not if you're not from Queens, <laughs> if you don't got Time Warner or whatever. Like, well, I didn't know that. Do it, yo. yo, what up, man? It's a different channel, son. What up, on, man? What up, watch the channel, son. Different plane now, man. It's all good. What up, all good, baby, in every hood, son. What up, yo? CNN. Network Channel 10, it's on again. Street niggas is grown men. Bold face, got in your face. Stay in place, yo. Crime lace, cast more beef than Scarface. When it comes to traps, I'm not, you know, I'm not the, well, I really don't like interacting with them, but, you know, just based on, like, certain history. But, you know, but, you know, all of them are bad. Um, no, they're not. No, they're not. All of them are. Like, whenever I talk about police or someone mentions them, mentions them I always bring up this one time, um, because like I think it was like a good form of public like customer service and, and it was like a it was like a fine balance between like him like acting like a police officer but but yet being respectful and like you know respectful mm-hmm. as like a public servant mm-hmm. and he was a black dude because for me black cops tend to be worse than white cops. Yep. Oh, yep. Thank you for saying that. Yep. Um, and so like it was in my dorm and I think I was waiting for my, my brother to pick me up or something like that and it was uh, it was at nighttime around the ho- holiday season. So of course, you know they probably don't want people lurking around the parking lots anyway. But right. um, I was like standing in the middle of the parking lot, and um, the police officer I saw him looking at me. But then like he just eventually came over. You know he was smiling. He said, "Hey, excuse me, ma'am." He was like, "You know how you doing? Whatever, whatever." So he was talking to me a little bit, and he was like, "Look, man." He was like, "You know I came up to you." And he was like, "Now the only reason why I'm coming up to you because you, you know it looks kind of weird. You just standing here in the middle of the parking lot. It's holiday season, right?" And I said, yeah, I said, well, yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I can see that. He's like, all right. But he was like, well, uh, well, what are you doing around here? And I was like, well, wait for, you know, my so-and-so to pick me up. And he was like, all right, cool, just checking. You have a, you know, you have a nice holiday. And he's walked. And he walked Perfect. off. And, you know, I mean, he, could, he was still, like, looking at me every so often, of course, because I, I could be lying, but I respected that. That was, like, the nicest service I ever received from a cop ever in my life. And that's perfect. Like, that's all right. he needed to do in that moment. He'd go check in with you. Then he looked back in on you from time to time. It still is his job. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's all you got to do. Like, I, honestly, every white police officer I've ever interacted with has always been like, yes, sir, no, sir, no problem. You know, they, we've all, because we, I interact with police officers. <clears throat> First of all, I come off with respect. Because I talk to all people with respect. You know what I mean? It's not like I wrote down, what the fuck? What the fuck I do? What you pull me over for? I don't do all that shit. And that's just extra for no reason. Like, it's giving somebody reason. So, and they strangers with guns. Like, I don't know why people fuck with strangers with guns in the first place. <laughs> like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you don't talk like that to a nigga that got his pants hanging off, hang, hang, hanging half off his ass, and what you know, looking like, you know, a thug, right? You don't mm-hmm. talk like that to these type of motherfuckers, but a person you know got a gun on you, and probably will shoot you, according to the news. You're going to talk shit to him. That just doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, um, so every time I deal with a white cop, you pull me over because for some reason I get pulled over a lot. And every time they pull me over, nice, pleasant, black female police officer. She pulled me over. Literally. Just fussed at me the entire time. Can you roll your window down? Like, I'm rolling the window down, dude. My hands are on the steering wheel. Already in my hands, license, registration, proof of insurance. Like, I'm ready to rock and roll. I've been pulled over so many times. I know what to do. Windows almost all the way down. Can you please roll your window down? I'm like, okay. And I just finished rolling down. And she's like, do you know why I pulled you over? Like, how do you ask me that with attitude? Like, it's just like the whole thing that she did. And I was like, well, here's my insurance. She was like, where? 
And then she flashing the light in my face like a oh, bitch, homie. And like, like I just couldn't believe it. And so then she like, you know, of course, four or five of the cop cars pull up for no reason and shit. Like they just are all standing around like it's a smoke break. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And all these other cops pull up. Black dude walks over. And he was just talking to me, like, literally. Like, he wasn't standing really close to the car, but he was, like, talking to me. Like, you know, like, where were you on your way to? Uh, did you catch such and such a game? It was football season. Did you catch such and such a game, et cetera, et cetera? And, like, we had this type of conversation. Mm-hmm. She, so when she starts walking over, he made a face. My homeboy was in the car. He saw the face that he made, like, here come this bitch. And I'm dead serious. So <laughs> she, he walks away. She comes back over there. All right, here. Um, I'm not giving you a warning. This is an actual ticket. Like, <laughs> and like it was some ridiculous bullshit. I was sitting there for like a half an hour, um, maybe like 45 minutes, and then it, it turned into I didn't signal at a turn. You know, like she literally just pulled me over and gave me shit. This female African American police officer. Like it was the most irritating thing in the world. So mm-hmm. I feel you 100. percent Like every time, uh, and then. I have been pulled over by a black dude before, and he was cool. But usually when I deal with an um, African-American police officer, it's like in the street. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. outside somewhere, and they already pissed off. Like that's just, they already mad. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I just fucking hate cops. Um, <laughs> like, I don't want to say that, but I do. It just seems like you put a badge and a gun on, and it's just like all like, like the hall monitors at school. Like, I had a homeboy. We was, like, friends. You know, he became a hall monitor. All of a sudden, this motherfucker was just like, you know what I'm saying? This is, you know what I'm saying? He's walking around. Puberty hit. His balls dropped. We was in elementary school. It was like, all of a sudden, he was a man and shit. Because he had a bright orange strap around his chest. I don't know what it is. Like, I, I just, you know, I, I, used to, I used to have a gun, okay? Not mm-hmm. proud of it. I don't have it anymore. But it never made me feel like a big shot. It actually made me feel like a target. You know what I'm saying? So I no longer have a gun. Um, for some reason, no pun intended. These guys... <laughs> right, right, right. No pun intended. <laughs> Good looking on that. Like the quality of my show is about to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, like it never made me feel like a big shot. It just made me feel like I was going to get shot. So you know what I mean. I just never. I, I didn't. You know. I, I stopped. I gave. I don't have it. It's gone. You know what I mean. So I don't know what it is about people that they just get a certain little position, you know, a certain little bit of power, you know, and the next thing you know, they just go to their head and they become assholes. And I guess that's true with everything. But it's dangerous when you put that type of dickheadedness and then you give it a gun. Like, (laughs) it just makes it all the more dangerous. Like, these motherfuckers could just wrestle, you know, they could be rodeo riders, like people that ride in professional bull ride. Like, just ride a... There you go. You know what I mean? You really feel like, you know, every day you need to go out here and be all you can be and put your life on the line and all that shit. Go out a ball. You know what I mean? The whistle blows. That shit tries to throw you all over the place. It's you versus it. Let's do it. You know what I mean? Man versus beast. But why you got to go out here and treat everybody else like it's a rodeo? I just have no idea. It's like the wild, wild west out here. Yeah, well, this is why a wise man by the name of Kanye West had made a song about power. <laughs> that- <laughs> Very true. Very true. Very wise man. Very wise man. Very Very wise man. man. But you know what, though? Since we're talking about Kanye, like, I don't know, man. Like, I was listening to Late Registration. Now, first of all, when I like an album, I go buy the record. Like the actual vinyl. Mm -hmm. Um, Late Registration, I have the vinyl. Because to me, Late Registration is one of the best albums, period. I, I love, like, it's no fat to me 
on that record. Like I know a lot of people just mixed reviews on late registration. I, for one, have no idea how. It's like zero fat on that thing. 808 and Heartbreaks was probably the last one I could kind of get with. And then all that other shit, like when you, you know, like Dark Twisted Fantasy and all this other stuff and Waves. Like, I just... Well, Life of Pablo now. Life, I'm sorry, right. He took it from where he got. Life of Pablo. And you know our bootlegs. And that a bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> she still say Waves on my joint. Um, <laughs> but no, nah, like, I just, I didn't... Uh, he, he lost it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I loved Kanye, dude. Like, he couldn't say anything wrong. But he, he kind of fell off to me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know, maybe I'm not eccentric enough. Like, maybe I'm not artsy enough. But, like, when that, that whole 808 from Heartbreak, like, after he lost his mom, it just, mm-hmm. his music changed so drastically. I can only get on board with some song. And that was really it. Oh, I'm not the biggest fan of Kanye. I have like a weird up and down relationship with him, and I mean now I think the other way around. I think that his music has actually gotten better as he's like you know gotten older and has gone through all these these different tragedies. You know, I think I think 808s and Heartbreak is probably his best, his best album he ever made because like I wasn't I was never a fan really of College Dropout. I didn't like care for late registration a lot. Graduation, I like some songs off of Graduation, and so I mean I think it's like a steady you know a steady progression. The Airways and Heartbreaks I can pretty much get with, and um and like Jesus, it took me a while to get around to, around to Jesus, but I like Jesus quite a bit. Um, Actually, no, I haven't even heard Jesus. I don't want to lie about it, so I, I guess I can't scale the albums if I never heard that one. So yeah, I gotta take that bet. I don't know. I mean, I, I I think you would. I think. You know, I think actually Jesus makes more sense these days, like now in these times we're living in, more so than what it did in 2013. Because, you know, now, you know, since, you know, because of like, you know, all these, you know, different racial uprisings, you know, black kids getting shot. And I think like in 2013, Kanye just sounded like a crazy rambling black man in certain instances. But it just kind of makes sense. Like, you know, he comes off as this rich, angry black man for certain reasons because, you know, he's like... um you know, talking about like how it is to be a rich black man. In certain ways, he talks about, I guess, like the the notion of like the like the oversexed, uh, you know, like black man or whatever like that, black sexuality. Although I think this is that's just him, really. But you know, it, I was about I to say, like, but it, isn't that what makes him a hypocrite? You know what I mean? Like he'll make a song, you know, what I'm saying Ralph Lauren was boring before I wore him, and then he talks about yo these, these labels, bruh. These labels, bruh. Like, yo, you, all you talk about is labels, fam. Like, that's how you came on. Talking about labels. You was the freshest nigga in the rock. You know what I mean? And then now we're supposed to be, like, understanding of how labels are really bad for us. You told us to get these labels. Now we're not supposed to have the labels. Like, I just don't understand. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, when he goes on his rant, it's like he'll have, like, five minutes of genius, and then the rest of it is, like, me and Lucky Shell. just like shit you only supposed to say with your homeboy and he said he said in one of his raps you know when i get on stage i talk like it's just you and me and he's right you know what i'm saying but i don't know dude like it's 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 too much for me like kanye just he he just seems too hypocritical like you let i i strongly believe if you let a person talk long enough they tell you everything you need to know and he has spoken so much there's literally nothing else that uh I need to know. I just want you to make good music, dog. Like, just make good music, and that's it. Just yeah, well, 
I mean, well, if, if you, I mean, he he has like a lot of albums. Like I think he almost has like nine, ten albums at this point. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. And he's dope. Like, and, and I don't want to say it's not that he's not talented. Like that is a talented brother. Like ridiculous. And when you listen to him talk about making the beat or talking about making a song, like that isn't rambling to me. Like that is like, yo, I see how he's using the like. He's placing it in his mind. Like, I see how he's, like, storyboarding it in his head. And, like, uh, like in those interviews, when he's talking about his music, I do mm-hmm. that. But when he starts to go on these rants about all this other shit, bro, like, you fucked, you married Kim Kardashian. Like, this, like, <laughs> and this, I'm not trying to disrespect his wife, his family, none of that. But literally, you can't talk about the sycophantic, uh, overly indulged hordes when you're married to the leader. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know, like, I'm sorry. That's my bad. I, I was about to say my comparison. I'm going to save that for my show. I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to make That was a very crucial comparison I was about to make. I'll save that for my show. But it's just, it's just, it's, it's just, I, I don't know. Like, I just, just make some music. And honestly, that's what we talk about on the show too. How celebrities, like, people got to stop putting them on this, like, the idol worshiping, you know. Um, it's kind of ridiculous to me, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's fucked up that a celebrity can't do something fucked up and just do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you a person. Like, <laughs> that's a dude. Like, that's a person right there. Like, I was talking about James Harden, uh, who choked. I'm sorry, but he choked in the playoffs, okay? I'm a Baltimore fan. I know I'm a Ravens fan. I know all about choking in the playoffs, all right? So, <laughs> you know, you, 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 you feel what you feel, and you wait for the next season, okay? That's what, you, just what happens. But people are trying to uh, crucify this dude over a game. Like, that dude just had a bad day at work. That's all that really happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you lost money for betting, then you're an asshole because – that's your money that you bet. You lost that money. James Harden didn't do that to you. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's too much that people put on celebrities, man, where celebrity is no longer even a person. They're like in a, a, a thing. You know what I mean? Like Chris Brown. I've been saying forever, that was a real nigga from VA. <laughs> then he did some real nigga, some real fucked up nigga from VA shit. And look at this dude now. Like, this motherfucker, like, if you look at Chris Brown now, and you look at the Chris Brown that we all remember, it's like, it looks like two completely different people. But that was because when this person did a, like a person thing, and I'm sorry, I'm from Baltimore, I'm a West Sider. I, I have seen women get made, I've seen women fight in the middle of the street. Dudes beat the shit out of shit in the middle of the street. Like it happened. Right? I'm sorry, this is, where I, this is where I come from. It's fucked up. It shouldn't happen, but it does. So because it happens, when this person did something that happens, they made it seem like, oh, my God, I just can't believe, why can't you believe it? Like, what about that nigga suggested he wouldn't smack a chick? Because <laughs> he danced? Because he likes him? You know what I'm saying? Like, what about, what about <laughs> Chris Brown led you to believe he wouldn't smack somebody? That's all I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying it's not wrong. I'm not saying it wasn't disgusting. All I'm saying is, after he did it, if, you know, treat, if they stop making celebrities into these, these gods and Adonises and all this other shit, they would be able to have functioning normal lives. I mean, fucking look at, I don't know, look what happened, almost happened to Britney Spears. 
Like, I remember when Britney Spears was going through all her shit, and I'm sorry, I'm rambling again. When Britney Spears was going through all her shit, there was a news broadcast about how certain news stations had already set up promos for when she killed herself. Like, <laughs> she hadn't even attempted to commit suicide, but they, they already had promos set up for her to commit suicide and how they were going to, you know, administer that information to the press. Like, that is ridiculously sad. You know, and I think um, South Park, did a sh- did a show about you know that whole thing and, and yeah they did like, you- yeah we just said that I was like oh yeah South Park did, did some shit to the it's just ridiculous yo and so I just and that's why again the title of our show is we will never be famous because I don't care what happens you know what I mean like I have aspirations humongous aspirations I want to write an award winning screenplay um I want to write an award winning television broadcast like I, I want to write I, I want to act and direct. And star, like I want to do all of these things. Like I have these type of aspirations, and, and, and if I'm blessed, and if the tables turn, or however you want to express it, you know, and then these things happen to me, I still would never want to be a celebrity. I don't want to be famous. Like I, I don't. Mm-hmm. I do not want to be famous because I, I just want to be me. That's why my name is Real. That's all I want to be. It's just me. I think when it comes to Kanye, I mean, well, I think what well, nowadays he thinks he's a god. And, <laughs> and the fact that he calls himself Jesus, like, come on, man, that's like yeah. sacrilege. Yeah, I think, it, and now like the, the like the final track to the updated, uh, the life of Pablo is, I think it's Saint Pablo now. Well, I know he had this, the song Saint Pablo onto the album. I don't know. I, I think I think in certain instances, I mean, I you know, like when it comes to, like the Chris Browns or whatever like that, and especially Britney Spears, you know, they they were they became famous when they were young, so it's. You know, like this is kind of complicated, you know, when they're just always in the limelight at an early age. Whereas you have people like Kanye who were like struggling to get into the and like get into the limelight, and he finally does it. I believe at like the age of twenty six. You know, what I gotta say to people that go, "Oh well, you know they got famous so young." Keenan and Kel, yo, Keenan was in Mighty Ducks, yo. <laughs> no, he was. Keenan was yeah, yo, two of them, two or three. He was in those movies. Keenan was. He has been he has been famous and he, excuse me before he was on Nickelodeon he was in feature length films you know what I mean I'm pretty sure he did commercials but I remember him from feature length film so this dude has been in the public eye like the Mighty Ducks was so famous there's an actual NHL team that was formed because of it um, and then that catapulted in him they 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 gave him that uh, you know the the straight man and the funny man his whole Keenan and Kel thing and he's on Saturday Night Live right now you know what i'm saying so it's just like whenever people say it's, it's possible it's possible you know what i mean like you just it's, it's, it's about that per- it's something else that's got to be going on like i just don't want people to keep using that excuse oh they got famous young it has nothing to do with how old they are there's something else going on like maybe his parents hugged him every day or i don't know like <laughs> we got to talk to that nigga. like i saw one have an interview with like dead serious i would love to interview king and Kel. Like, as a matter of fact, after the episode that we recorded, the one that you heard, we actually watched, like, three episodes. It was on TV, like, somehow or another. And we watched, like, three episodes of King and Cal, me and Lucky. Like, I, I would love to interview King and Cal. But I was saying that to say, like, they started young. They started, they started young, and they were extremely popular. They had a show that, that ran for years that they actually helped produce and write. Both of them are still on television. Both of them still have careers, and neither one of them have been the rest of smacking a bit. But yeah. No, like, but but Kel, um, you know, he went through like a lot of shit because we we um we were talking about trying to get Kel on the podcast, 
Yeah, um, like I, I, that would be dope. Like I would love to interview those guys. I'm so serious. Cal definitely. Uh, we, I guess, if you were a fan of Keenan and Cal, you used to think that Cal was going to be the one that would yeah. take off and do his own thing. He was in this movie with um, that William H Macy, Ben Stiller, um, Hank Aziz, uh, Zara, or the, the guy that does most of his voice um, <laughs> on The <laughs> Simpsons. Um, he was in the movie uh, Mystery Men. That was the name of it. He was in the movie with those guys, and these are like very no, well known, very established actors. And he was in that movie. So I thought that Cal was going to be the one that kind of took it and ran with it. But it turned out to be Keenan. Like, Keenan was still funny as he got older. Like, when I saw him in Barbershop, I think it was Barbershop 2, like, I I was still laughing. Like, I just can't be mad. Like, so, yeah, you know, these dudes, whatever Russell Kid was, and then for Cal to bounce back and not get in too much trouble, because he used to do, like, these parody videos that was, like, extra dumb. Um, you can find them on YouTube. One of them was a parody to that really awful um, but wildly popular R. Kelly and Usher song, Same Girl. And I think it was called The Same Curl. And he was like acting like Michael Jackson. They, they were really bad. Like whatever they were, they were all really bad. Like it wasn't funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, but nah, I, I, the, the, the um, Splat is the name of that thing that they do. Where they show all the old stuff. It's called like uh, Nickelodeon Splat. And they show, like, all the old TV shows and shit like that. Like, um, when you watch that shit as an adult, though, I was watching this episode of Hey Arnold. And um, Helga, who, you know, was, like, in love with Arnold on the low, she's, like, looking at this picture of him and goes, Arnold, you make my girlhood shiver. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) what? Like, like. Did Helga just tell this picture Arnold that he made her wet? Like, isn't that what that means, dog? Like, if that line was in Fifty Shades of Grey, my girl, my girlhood shivered. That would mean that she was aroused. And they had that shit, and we were watching that when we were kids. Like, that's one of the moments when you were watching the cartoon, and your parents shook their head, and you didn't quite understand why. <laughs> I love watching. I love watching those old cartoons, especially if they had more substance. You know, especially hey Arnold and Doug. Like hands well, down. Well, yeah, like um, I mean, because even when you think about it, like um, I mean, even like Rugrats, like a lot of those shows from the '90s, well, well, the, oh, not the Cartoon Network shows, really, no, but no. like the Nickelodeon shows, um, especially well, Hey Arnold, they had like a lot of social commentary because you know you look at Hey Arnold, he was like a lower class dude, and you know, and most of the episodes revolved around him like living like living this lower class status and dealing with it in in the inner city as a white dude, right. and then he right. has his best friend is black. He has issues, and then you have like you know the complications with Helga and her trying to you know express herself you know to Arnold, but she can't do it. She can only do it via rage and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah, I'm telling you, like it just seemed like people cared more. Like I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I got kids, and you know my little nephews, and I watch the shows that they watch, and they be funny. I mean, they be funny. Um, they be funny, but it's nothing like these these old shows, and it's not just one of those. Oh, because we're getting older, our shows are better. Like even my my you know my mom, she's like, oh man, I used to uh, Doug and hang on. Like these shows were like overwhelmingly dynamic because of the writing behind those shows, which which of course encouraged me to write even more because I didn't know, like. I mean, when I first started writing, I was like like writing those stupid poetry to make my mom happy. But like when I was watching these cartoons, like it was like. Dude, like somebody said a thought about all of this, and then they put it together. Rugrats, 
was like groundbreaking. Like Rugrats could still be coming on right now if they didn't try to have them grow up or whatever that was. Yeah, 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 Rugrats yeah, could they, they still be coming up. on right now. See, because The Simpsons, they figured it out. Like the kids never grow up. Like <laughs> they, Bart and Lisa had been in elementary school for over twenty years, and no one cares. Some dumb no one cares. That stupid as shit. And Lisa's supposed to be a genius, and she hasn't done anything yet. And nobody cares. Like, it's still, like, one of the... Like, you know another show that I used to really like? Recess. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like Recess because it expanded on the imagination of elementary school. Um, Like, the way that they showed everybody clicking off, um, the way that it was, like, even though there was all these different clicks, it still was, like, us versus them. You know, the students versus the teachers. And that always made me really remember elementary school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Recess or whatever, lunchtime in middle school was just completely different. You know, when you get in middle school, it becomes all political. You know what I mean? But like yeah. in elementary school, it was just like so innocent. But my favorite was always Hey Arnold. Because one, he had the dope room. Um, him and his <laughs> homeboy had the cool, the cool little handshake. The little with the thumbs, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I thought I thought um, Arnold was dope, and um, I'm gonna show you how deep I was into it. So, for preparation for a podcast that we never did, I wanted to see like what happened with the Hey Arnold thing because um, they did have a Hey Arnold movie, but it was like an extended episode. And it was kind of whack. That's why I forgot but, about that. Uh, oh, yeah, I mean, it was it was just like a long episode, so it was really pointless. Like a movie is supposed to set a different dynamic, in my opinion. Like the Rugrats um, movie. Like the Rugrats movie, and that's yeah. why they kept making them joints. Um, but, like, they were going to do a movie with Hey Arnold where you find out what happened to his parents or they come back. Because basically they died, um, <laughs> so far as we know. Like, they went on an adventure, a missionary mission, or something like that, in, like, the Congo or something like that, and then they never came back. Um, so you, the assumption is that they died. The movie that they were supposed to do... Um, was them coming back or him going to find them or something like that. And they never actually made that movie. They waited too long on um, the studio, waited too long to make that movie. And actually right now, there is still a way that you can petition Nickelodeon to get their shit together and make that film. So after you hit up the AR, hashtag where you at, um, I want you to go find the petition to make sure that they go make this Hey Arnold movie. Yeah, it needs to happen. Probably a year ago, I reached out to the creator of Hey Arnold to try to get him on here, but he never responded to oh. us. Oh. I'm gonna hit him. I'm gonna hit him up because I'm gonna do it. Because like that would be sweet. Like I want to talk about Hey Arnold. Like it's so much. Like on some fanboy shit. Like it's so much <laughs> about Hey Arnold that I wanted to know. You know what I mean? So much about Hey Arnold that was dope. Um, well, one well, of my just favorite characters. Well, there's this um, there's there's this nigga, there's like a Nickelodeon podcast, and so whoever I'm, I don't, I've never, I have yet to actually watch it, but I'm like I'm subscribed to it, and they had the mm-hmm. creator of Hey Arnold on, and I think um the the person who did the majority of the voices for Rugrats for like pretty much all mm-hmm. the Rugrats, yeah. um yeah, but oh yeah, so like um so I, that's right I forgot so when I was listening to the episode I, um toward the end when y'all were about like to go off. Y'all said something about like a cat and a dog, and you were like, "What is it? Wasn't it like a show with like a cat and a dog?" And then you, you oh. know, like cat dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. See, what's funny is he cut that. Like, this is this is a, a tidbit that you would never know by listening to that because he cut it off. 
like right after I said it, but I didn't know he stopped it because oh. I actually kept talking for a long time about like what was the name of that show, and then I started singing the theme song, so it's cool that you caught it. Yeah, Cat Dog. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we thought that shit was fun. I thought that shit was funny. So right. <laughs> you know, every so often we talk about Nickelodeon episodes on a podcast, but um, you know, since he he was older and, t- and he was older anyway, so you know, he he got out of the whole Nickelodeon game before I did. Well, I guess well, I guess both of y'all did pretty much, but mm. he says that that he said like the first downfall of Nickelodeon was when they did Cat Dog and Angry and, and Angry Beavers, but he said he really like blames it on Cat Dog, which led to like SpongeBob. Yeah, it it became more slapsticky than substance. Yeah, so it um, like Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah, because and then I think that's what they were trying to do because Cartoon Network was just like building their own world. You know what I mean? And I don't know why Nickelodeon just didn't have faith in theirs. You know, um, I mean, and this is just outside opinion. You know, I have no inside knowledge, uh, but it just like Cartoon Network had like two stupid dogs. Um, which was like one of the dumbest yeah, that shows. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I just never understood the that. I well, mean, I, <laughs> and then it was the the cow and chicken, and yeah. like just all of these really stupid. And Nickelodeon started making these type of shows. Like Cat Dog was gross, you know. Like it came on with like one of them swallowing something, the other one spit it back out, and like it was just. <laughs> Gross! Like cat dog was awful, and then when SpongeBob came along, I agree. That was like definitely the beginning of it. Like now everything is just like annoying, all these colors. And don't get me wrong, SpongeBob is funny. Um, it has its moments, but nothing is like the these old these old cartoons. And it it, it stands the reason because at first they just were doing this um throwback. Like you said, because like they did it like real quick, just like it, it would happen every once in a while, every couple of years, they would just throw all these throwback shows on. But now it's like every night they play these shows, and you can look up the ratings, and people tune in. It's consistent because people tune in every night to watch these shows. So yeah, Cartoon Network kind of killed themselves, and I mean, Car- I mean, I'm sorry, Nickelodeon kind of shot themselves in the foot with that one, um, as far as like their following. Um, Nickelodeon, um, Cartoon Network has a show, like a spinoff show. Well, I don't know if it's actually, I mean, channel. I don't know if it's still a channel. I think it's just an app now. Mm-hmm. It's called Boomerang. Yeah. And they play all the old shit. Like Cartoon, I mean, um, Nickelodeon needs to do that. Like they need a, like a dedicated channel where they can just play this stuff enough to where they can get enough people to watch it again. So maybe we can get the writers, because all the writers are still working. So maybe we can get the writers to come back. And you know, give us some some new installments. You know what I mean? Bring back that magic because I don't think it would fall. I don't think people would be upset about that. You know what I mean? And honestly, even us thirty somethings and even forty somethings would still sit down and younger would still sit down and watch it. Like it's oh, hell yeah, quality television, you know? Quality you know, television, you know? Well, so I think the main I think the main reason why they can't do that is because. If you really think about like you know like like this run of like Nickelodeon shows that we're talking about, it was really only for like seven years, and so they probably don't even have like a, enough like um you know like 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 enough episodes like to really have like a dedicated channel for all, like all those shows unless they started making like new ones. Yeah, sure, sure. And Cartoon Network, 
you know, like they they always had like the bigger audience, and I think it's because you know, like they they own like all of the like the all like the like the classic cartoons, like the Tom and Jerry's, mm-hmm. the Bugs Bunnies, and so they could just go ahead and spin off a of Boomerang because originally Boomerang was like was, was for like those old shows mixed in with mm-hmm. like the Johnny Bravos and like some of those classic oh, ones they had. I forgot about Johnny Bravo, yeah. Um, and so it's like, but then if you think about a Cartoon Network, then kind of took Nickelodeon's thing because then they created adult they created Adult Swim. Which is mm-hmm. you know pretty much they bring back old things like they 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 revive you know Family Guy they still have like the Cleveland show on and um you know for years people have been trying to get Adult Swim its own channel but um the Adult Swim people they say that they can't do it because their their viewership isn't big enough to have a channel. Yeah, and I agree with that I, because because of what they show that makes perfect sense. So yeah, all right. You know, maybe I'm just speaking because I'm a fanboy. You know what I mean? So it's just like make it happen no matter what. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Now you're right. You're right. I mean, but fuck it, man. Like somebody needs to talk to somebody. Like let's get let's get a string of let's you know what I mean? They should just appease the masses. Just hook us up. You know what I mean? <laughs> give us a couple little you know what I mean? Straight to DVD. Like give us one straight to DVD season. Like I would stop complaining if they gave. One straight to DVD season of each show. Like, we got another Rugrat. We got one more. Hey, Arnold. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, we, if we can get a couple of these just knocked out real quick, like, um, on our show, we talk about sequels that you would have loved to have seen. Mm-hmm. And Good Burger was one of the sequels that we would have loved to have seen. Like, they, they had opportunity to do a sequel to Good Burger, like, early on. I think they should have done it. I think it would have been hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, they, you know, like we, we actually came up with a whole structure of what it could have been like. So, you know, they just need to do it for the fanboys. Like, seriously, just do it for the fanboys. You know, Marvel and DC, they're out here making these big budget movies for the fans. You know what I mean? And, you know, of course, for themselves. But the fans <laughs> kept clamoring. They kept clamoring, kept clamoring. So they started generating these movies and they coming out like every year. And you mean to tell me y'all can't sit down and make a Rugrats episode for a motherfucker? And all I'm saying is somebody's being lazy, yo. Somebody's being lazy. Somebody's being too lazy to give me a Rugrats and a Hey Arnold. Seriously. Especially Hey Arnold. Because they left that just up in the air. Like, it was just over. Like, that was just... It was just done. You know what I'm saying? Like, The Sopranos or something. <laughs> like, did he die? Did he not die? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, give me something with Hey Arnold. Like, we, they, they were like, you know, they were going somewhere with that. Like, intricately, every episode kind of did, you know, well, not every episode, but a lot of episodes had, like, connection. Mm-hmm. You know, so you could, you got a sense of a timeline, which was awesome. Um, so there was, you know, there were things, there were climaxes that were never met. So... You know, that, that just kind of sucks. And what sucks even more is Netflix not buying the rights to these particular shows. Because now <laughs> I got to wait until 11 o'clock at night to watch Hey Arnold when Netflix could just buy the rights to these shows because, and there's no disrespect to this genre of movie, but there are like 400 Bollywood movies on Netflix. I'm lying. It's probably like 40. But there's like 40 Bollywood movies on Netflix, but I can't get Hey Arnold. And I've written Netflix about this. Um, you have? about not having a oh hell yeah um, once I figured out this is funny because I'm so slow on technology um, but once I figured out that you could just reach out to people 
You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, I, I went straight to this, uh, this, it's this page that Netflix has where you get recommendations and suggestions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Who knows if they actually read it? But I said, yo, first I said bring back King of the Hill because that was the whole reason I got Netflix in the first place. And then I told them, and then I was, I suggested Hey Arnold. And I had suggested Hey Arnold, Rugrats, and um, Recess. Recess they did have for like a split second. Mm-hmm. But Hey Arnold, Rugrats, y'all just don't understand why I can't get that. Well, yeah, well, I feel you, because especially like if they actually respond and give, and then and then even if they give you if they give you a reason, you feel like so empowered and shit. Yeah, um, yeah, um, you know, tell me something like, oh, well, Nickelodeon won't sell us the rights, like something, like they got Good Burger on there, shit. Oh, <laughs> like, hang on, on awesome. yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh, like shit. Good Burger's um and and like my top movies that I absolutely <laughs> love. I mean, because Good Burger, you can't be mad when you watch Good Burger. Like, it is one of those feel-good movies. Like, you put Good Burger on and you just start smiling. Like, even if, I mean, because the movie was dumb, but, I mean, it brings, it takes you back to that time. You know what I mean? When things would just, just seem simpler. <laughs> Everything seemed a little more easy and a lot less heinous. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Good Burger is one of them, one of them feel-good movies and shit. Like, Nickelodeon used to kill, man. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, even with um, their shows, and I know we've been talking about this a while, but even with their shows like Guts and Legends of the Hidden Temple and stuff like that, like Nickelodeon used to kill and Double Dare. Like, yeah. They used to kill. That was the whitest like, show ever, the, though. Double Dare. Double Dare? That was the whitest <laughs> fucking show ever. <laughs> oh, man. No, you know what it was? It exposed how unathletic the normal white family was. Like, it just was so sad when you watched the obstacle course at the end. <laughs> It's like they were struggling so hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That's like, that might be racist, but fuck it, dog. That's why I will never be famous, okay? Because these motherfuckers, this, they climb in the mouth. Get the, it's on the teeth. You don't <laughs> see it? Like, we were just like, just like, just sitting there screaming at the TV. Like, how is this difficult? You don't see it? <laughs> They're just like wiping up the glasses. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, Devil Dare was, but Devil Dare was the shit. But guts, man, I wanted to be on guts, hell of a Like I knew I was gonna get on guts. I knew, I, I knew that was gonna happen. I was gonna get a part, piece of the aggro crag, all of that, son. <laughs> like this shit was gonna happen, son. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I remember the name of everything. I'm telling you, that was like before Ninja Warrior. <laughs> guts was my shit. Damn, yeah, I, I forgot about Legends of the Hidden Temple too, man. God damn. Yeah, Legend of the Hidden Temple, there was one part when they were putting the monkey, the shrine of the silver monkey. I never understood how they got that wrong. I mean, the monkey was in three different pieces. It was the head, it was the stomach, and it was the butt. How are these idiots putting the butt in the head? Like, what is wrong with y'all? Y'all can't see? <laughs> and maybe it's when, you know, when you're actually in there and, you know, the clock yeah. is ticking, you know, you're just not thinking. But judging from the sidelines... <clears throat> which I was doing, and, you know, I don't care. Um, y'all dumb. Like, come on now. Get it popping. You know, I, I wanted my turn. I wanted my turn on Legend of the Hidden Temple. You know what I mean? I wanted to be um, the silver, not the silver. It was, a, it was a particular team, the Blue Barracudas. I wanted to be the Blue Barracudas, me and Melissa. Um, sorry, me and my sister. Uh, we wanted to be the Blue Barracudas, and um, we were going to win the whole thing. We were going to win the whole thing. Legends of the Intent. We were going to do it. Never happened. Hey, man, that, that's, how, that's how life goes sometimes. <laughs> did, did you actually try like, to sign up for it? 
No, no. Uh, like, um, my mom would be like, I mean, like I said, single parent. So my mom would be like, how are we going to get there? Unless they fly us out. No, we ain't, you know, so it, it, the reality would always set in, like, you know, yank us immediately out of that fantasy. Um, <laughs> like, oh, you, we just can't afford it. No, you know what I'm saying? So we would just immediately stop thinking about it. But no, we knew that if we went on that show, we was going to win. I'm telling you. And, and I feel like one day it's going to come back. I'm going on that show. I don't care how old I am. I'm going. Well, you have two kids, so you have an excuse. Oh, yeah, there we go. You know what I'm Yeah. I got to get them acclimated. I'm going to build me a little uh, <laughs> little, little course in my backyard, get it going on. Get some Blue Bear, some blue bear Cooler shirts or whatever like that. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Get some Blue Bear Cooler. Yo, they sell them online. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually this whole website dedicated to um, Nickelodeon memorabilia and, like, clothing. Um, wow. If I can remember the title of it, I, I would say it. But um, I never knew that shit. Oh, dude, I'm so... <laughs> so serious it's like a whole website where like it's just all types of like nickelodeon like old stuff and it's just like you can get the legend of hen temple shirt and you know what i mean like all types of shit that nobody remember like um secrets world alex secret world alex mac um a clarissa explains it all type of thing like all of that type of shit um hold on i got one um pete and pete and salute your shorts was it Salute You Short? Yeah. Camp Onawana. That was Salute You Short. Holy I only, I still, I almost remember this. Like, I'm sorry. I'm old. I told you I'm old. I was born in the 80s. I remember all that shit. Oh, the, um, love the Nick Nick Box. Is that what it's called? What was it called? The Nick Box. Well, this is... I think that's it. I think that's it. Damn, Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco. That's it. Do you know he worked for a phone sex operating company? That was his job. No, I had, I had no idea. <laughs> yo, you gotta yo, I'm telling you, man, like take some time and everybody that may still be listening to us ramble about Nickelodeon, please take some time to look into these shows. They were they were beyond fascinating, man. Like seriously. Nickelodeon really, really had created something awesome. But see though, the thing about like the irony about like Nickelodeon's downfall is the fact that well at least when it comes to quality to us is the fact that, like, Ren and, like, Ren and Stimpy, Ren and Stimpy, like, at least, like, in the cartoon world, it, it like, it, it changed the whole way cartoons were made. Mm-hmm. And so, apparently, Ren and Stimpy led to, like, these kinds of shows that, that, that we love so much. It just wasn't, like, slapstick, though. But, you know, like, the way that they brought in kind of, like, adult overtones and, like, it was, it was, it was um, well, really not for these, well, not for these shows, but, like, mainly for, like, you know, like, The Simpsons and, uh, right. Um, South Park. So, like South Park, they say like they got like last year from for like Ren and Stimpy, but whatever. I believe it. Like my mom didn't like me and my sister watching Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, I'm not um, like because either. of subject matter. Like it was one episode where there was like um, a little dog, um, like actual dogs. I know they were supposed to be a dog and a cat, but there was like an actual little dog <clears throat> that they were supposed to be watching. And then the neighbor dog was like this huge dog. And essentially what happened was the little dog got raped (laughs) by the big dog in the episode. And they don't, of course, talk about it. But like the big dog snatches the little dog, takes it into his little house thing. The house, because it's a little girl dog. And, you know, it it ramshacks all over the place. 
and this is some overly sinewed, you know, m- you know, dog. You know what yeah. I mean? So like, it's Bram sacks it around, and then they spend the rest of the episode trying to get the dog to be happy again because it had just <laughs> because it had just gotten raped. I'm sorry, Damn. it's not funny. But, like, Brandon Stimpy was insane, you know? And the whole happy, happy, joy, joy thing, the mind control helmet, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Brandon Stimpy, I, I don't know how I forgot about Brandon Stimpy, but, yeah, Brandon Stimpy was psycho to me. And um, I totally see where South Park <laughs> got <laughs> a lot of their shit from Brandon Stimpy. Yeah. Yeah. So, one day, all of us Nickelodeon, you know, OGs, we're gonna, they're going to give us something. I know they will. It won't just be, you know, a little couple hours on television. They're going to give us something. You know what I mean? We're going to get something for all of the years and how people still absolutely love these shows. You know what I'm saying? They're going to give us something. And, and I'm going to continue to try, now that I know I can do this, I'm going to continue to try to reach out to a lot of those creators <clears throat> and people that worked on those shows. Mm-hmm. Um, because I would love to just talk to these people just five minutes just to pick their brain for like five minutes you know what i mean because from a writing standpoint it's it's amazing to me how much you crammed into 30 minutes well 26 you know what i'm saying yeah it's like it's it's, it's, you know what i'm saying like it's just like how did you to, to be memorable to the point where here it is over several decades later and people can still talk about specific episodes and how it made an impact, you know what I'm saying? So I would love to uh, sit there and talk to those guys. So I'm going to keep hitting them up. That's got to happen. All right, well, on that note, uh, yeah. let's go ahead and plug in all your stuff once more. Uh, you have the We Will Never Be Famous podcast, which is available right now on SoundCloud for the moment. But they'll be expanding yeah. out to, what, Twitter? Um, we're going to be Twitter. Yeah. We're going to be streaming on Twitch. We dropping um, uh, YouTube videos. We got tons of those that we're just editing right now, literally in the process of just editing those. Um, you're going to be able to holler us on, did I say Twitter? You're going to be able to holler us on mm-hmm. Twitter. Um, we're going to be streaming on Twitch because we do video games too. So, well, that's more like Lucky's thing. I just like to play. But <laughs> Lucky's like really good. Like he's good. So we're going to be streaming. Um, we will never be famous on Twitch. Like everything. It's gonna be we will never be famous everywhere. We're gonna be in the building like the AR. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we we will never be famous everywhere. But right now, please go support that podcast on SoundCloud. Um definitely, definitely. Um any any of your major media devices, just type in we will never be famous. If you find us, just subscribe. You won't regret it. Um we just putting out nothing but product continuously, like he said. Three days a week we're recording right now, and uh, we love it. So it's just going to keep coming. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's the plug. We will never be famous. Holla at me. All right, cool. And um, if somehow, somewhere you can't find it, you can always find um, the episodes on our Twitter pages. I'm going to start retweeting those. You can find every episode on our SoundCloud page. We'll start reposting them um, on my personal SoundCloud page and even on the Almighty AR SoundCloud page when he comes back from hiatus, whenever that will be. But nonetheless... Hashtag um, where you at. <laughs> but also, um, you know, you can email him too. Hit him up. If you right. have any comments, any suggestions that we will never be famous, 07 at gmail.com. Please. Right? Yeah, so... 
All right, well, mm-hmm. um, with all that being said, hit us up at channel10podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let me know how I'm doing, you know, since I'm here by myself. And, you know, usually our tick is the one that's leading all these uh, episodes and whatnot. So let me know how I'm doing. Uh, hit me up on Twitter. Hit channel10podcast up on Twitter. Um, and with all that, we out. Peace. Different plane now, man. It's all good. Roll up, all good, baby, in every hood, son. Roll up, yeah. CNN, Network, Channel 10. It's on again. Street niggas, it's grown men. Bold face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo, crime lace. Cast more beef than Scarface. CNN, Network, Channel 10. It's on again. Street niggas, it's grown men. Bold face, get in your face. Stay in place, yo, crime lace. Cast more beef than Scarface.